Coming to you from the, yep. Coming to you from the comfort of their very own homes, it's the Stephen and Karen podcast. Hello, welcome. Hope everybody's enjoying their Easter weekend. It's currently Easter Monday, so day off today for everyone. Uh, we're still grinding though, we're still working. Hope everyone has enjoyed the public holiday. What do you mean we're still working? We've done nothing. <laughs> oh, that's so <laughs> stiff. We're, here, we're out here producing content. That's work. That's true, yeah. I suppose It's the closest thing that. to work I've done in like three weeks. <laughs> I'm going to have to <laughs> cling on to it and claim it, I think. I'm glad that one of us has been doing some form of uni work. You've been doing nothing by the sounds of it. Just plenty of games, plenty of FIFA. You must be getting good. <laughs> you must be getting good. I love how we can drop that now as well because we're on the potty. We can drop yeah. that brand name. I, I was how trying to steer away from it. But yeah, look, I've just been uh, playing with my William playing FIFA. So it hasn't been very productive for old Steve-O. But yeah, look, yeah, I am getting quite good at both. So Oh, well, good on you. Go. At least there's productivity somewhere, yeah. Uh, have you been enjoying your Easter weekend, mate? Ah, uh, yeah, it's been pretty good. Um, I've stocked up on eggs. I've got a bunch of chockies in the uh, in the old pantry. What about yourself? You got a fair few? Yeah, the Easter bunny did deliver um, on yesterday on Sunday. So, did you do very a hunt? happy with that? Nah, we did not do a hunt. I worked all day yesterday. Well, not all oh, day, okay. but for um, all morning, basically. So, no, we didn't do a hunt. Um, plus, we're not 12 anymore. But I, I was going to say, like, what, what's, what's the age bracket where you stop doing hunts? I, this is interesting, chat actually. For us, in our family, it was, we stopped, Santa stopped coming, and the Easter Bunny stopped doing hunts when me and Andrew were both in high school. So, when Andrew okay. got into grade eight, that's when it stopped. What yeah. about you guys? Uh, well, we used to do our Easter egg hunts with our cousins and stuff. So I had a younger oh, so cousin. Oh, younger. Yeah. So, okay. um, but he was only a like a couple longer. of years. Yeah, he was only a couple of years younger than me. So I think once he kind of went to high school, that's when we started to stop it. Um, yeah. But it's still good fun, man. Like you get into the get into Nana's garden and find all the eggies and stuff. I'm, I'm pretty sure there's probably still a couple there from decade years, ago yeah, that are just years melted and. Years and <laughs> Well, it is episode two of the Stephen and Karen podcast. Uh, we're a bit laid back, a bit more laid back than the radio show, but hopefully we're still bringing a couple of laughs and some good content to keep you sane during this isolation period. And look, um, there, there's plenty of good content to come, but I, I do want to talk about later in the podcast as well about how I've been trying to deal with how crazy I'm going. It's the Stephen and Karen podcast. Woo! Whoa. <laughs> Now, Stephen has a very uh, very nifty little device that he's able to play those sounds off of. We try to keep this as radio as possible by kind of doing the whole thing in one go, um, which means that Stephen had to go out and buy a, a little um, yeah, I've got stream, like a stream deck or whatever deck, it's called. Yeah, um, which I've downloaded or like uploaded all my audio clips onto. Yeah. Uh, so you can tell and I'm this is well in- with the technology. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, well, this is well and good because obviously we get to have great production for the show and that kind of stuff. There's a big negative side to that, and that's the fact that Stephen has the soundboard and it's not me. Yeah, look. And uh, look. <laughs> I think. You go, you if go. If we were going to trust on. someone with it to be more responsible and be more sensible, it'd be at Kerry's house, for sure. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I was lucky enough to get some money for my 21st birthday not long ago and decided to pump it into this for the show. So, uh, my ball, my rules, and uh, I get to keep it. <laughs> well, uh, you've got a couple of new sounds on there, which we haven't heard yet, Stephen. Would you like to kind of rattle us through with a couple of them? <laughs> yeah, look, I did download a couple, and look, 
Yeah. I So now it's out in the open that I am in charge of the sounds here. When you hear rubbish like this, <laughs> just in the middle of a segment, you'll know exactly who is responsible. Or even, or even something like this. <laughs> or, or like if someone tells a sick joke and we can hit him up with the... We got a we got a couple of sounds in there uh, to play with and um, yeah look I am in charge so if the the sound quality is rubbish in terms of pushing buttons and our production quality yeah know who to blame it's definitely not Karen even though this comes back to the radio show where you used to paddle for the first hour and I used to paddle for the second hour and the paddling on the second hour was always way less tight like, it was, always, <laughs> it was just, just a sloppy job that. wasn't it it was just sloppy so yeah um, yeah. It was the Coles brand version. It was the home brand version. <laughs> I am the Audi. I'm the Audi brand um, panelist. But yeah, look, I don't know why we've given me charge, but I can't wait till Karen tell a boring story and I just could start putting fart noises off the top of him. I feel like even snooze sounds, snooze sounds will be good. Bit of a, Ooh, yeah. or a like a, a cricket. We'll try and come up with some good ones. If we if we have any kind of jokes that we've got going around on the podcast, we'll see if we can edit them back up and make a little sound kind of bite out of them. Yeah, no, that is a good idea. And I love as well how this is a one-way street completely. Like, I am in complete yeah. control. So if I'm rambling on or I say something that doesn't make sense, Kerry can do literal nothing about it. However, I'll, um, I'll try to figure out a way. You'll just do it with your mouth or something. Give us your best, like, fart noise with your mouth now. <laughs> well, that was terrible. <laughs> oh, well, it was a bit of a dry boy, but look, it'll have to run. So, uh, yeah, look, got- we're in show two. We've got a couple of cheeky stings now, but maybe we'll try and get some suggestions as well for future sound effects and stuff that people would find funny because... That's, that's what we're trying to do. We're trying to make people laugh and, um, I don't know, lighten up people's days a bit. So even if it's low-ball humour, that'll be right up my alley. So just let us know yeah. what sounds maybe we should try and include. Well, that explains the kind of fart noise and stuff. Just doing that fart noise on my hand. I don't think I've done one of them since I was about 13 years old. So that really brought... <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Wrap it up. Wrap it up. It's the Stephen and Karen podcast. Week two. Uh, plenty of good content to come. Coming to you from the comfort of their very own homes, it's the Stephen and Carrot Podcast. Stephen, your 21st birthday. That's no good. I'll uh, take over. Uh, so, it's <laughs> Stephen and Carrot Podcast. Uh, make sure you stream every Monday night is uh, when they'll come out. Now, look, Karen, a couple of weeks ago, I had my 21st birthday. I thought we birthday. weren't doing the, I thought we, I thought we weren't doing the radio thing. No, we're not doing the radio thing. We're not doing the radio thing. But look, you were doing rubbish. So, I had to give you one of these. <laughs> And I had to come in. Now, a couple of weeks ago, it was my 21st birthday. Um, and a great friend of ours, Tian, she got me a very lovely birthday present in the form of this little succulent boy. Um, so I'll show it up to the, the cameras here. And Karen's seen it, obviously. Um, but it's like a, it's a potted plant. And I think Tian's painted the pot herself. Um, a very lovely thought, right? Um, I've never owned a pot plant before. No, that's not true. I've never... Yeah. No, I don't think I ever have owned a pot plant plant Enough. before. Let alone an indoor plant, right? Um, so, this is this is all very new for me, uh, trying to look after this. And um, it, it shows in a statement Tian said to, to me and to you when she gave me the present. Yeah. So, so Tian is one of, uh, one of our mates, both of our mates. Um, and for my 21st birthday at the end of last year, she actually got me a pot plant, uh, which I can get. It's a bit bigger than yours, Stephen. Um, I'm actually just going to redirect my camera it's over to there. The- so that it's in the corner of the room. It kind of sits there. It looks really nice. And um, 
it's it's a different one to yours because it's not a succulent. Um, yeah. And mine is really hard to look after, and yours is just unkillable. Yeah, so that's what Tian said. Tian <laughs> said she like kind of judged us on character, and uh, decided that Carrie could have the plant that takes some love and some care to look after, and I could have the one that just sits there. Which I'd argue with if she wasn't so correct, you know. Like if she yeah. wasn't, <laughs> if she wasn't, if she hadn't like hit the nail on the head. I'd argue, yeah. but she's dead right. I, I probably will still find a way to kill this. I feel like um, she's read you like a book as well, too, because I feel like if she had got you any other plant, you would not have been able to maintain it, let alone keep it alive. I haven't, I haven't watered it yet. How long? How often does it have to be watered? <laughs> <laughs> how long have you had it? It's been like two or three weeks. It's been it? like three weeks. Yeah. Do I need to well, water it? I don't know. Uh, uh, yeah, probably. Ring, yeah, ring, TR. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. She's on speed dial. Um, I speak. I think this speaks volumes of our personality, though, and our um, our kind of like difference in this kind of space of our lives and well, our areas aspects. Well, can we talk as well about the pot plants you have at your house? Because this is definitely not your only indoor plant, let alone your only pot plant. I've been to your house numerous times, and you guys have tons of pot plants around the house. Well, even just like looking at the visual aesthetic, I can see you through the camera in yeah. your computer or through my computer screen and there's books and shelves and that kind of stuff behind you. Yeah. And then behind me, there's lovely greenery. There's, there's some plants. There's a couple of fake plants, even if they're not real plants. Just nice to get a bit of greenery around the house and around the room. Now, for those who might not be privileged enough to have met you um, in person or have been to your house even... You guys have pot plants not in pots. They're in like Milo tins, in Vegemite jars, stuff like that. Um, how's the how's the brand dropping as well? Still getting used to that. <laughs> um, what is the weirdest thing you guys reckon you've got a pot plant in? And why did this all start? Why is it all Milo tins and Vegemite jars? I don't get it. Well, the thing is, you go to like Bunnings or another brand name. You go to like a a, a, um, a a potting plant or just a plant place or whatever, and pots are expensive, man. Like, I'm not going to drop twenty bucks on a pot just to, you know, put it in the front yard for no one to see. Like, we would like having plants and that kind of stuff, but if you can use jam jars, and it's like the whole reusable, recyclable kind of thing. I feel like you're going to chuck a fart noise in here somewhere. <laughs> I'm just waiting for it. And like, there we go. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's just like it's sustainable and it's like it's we're recycling goods that have already been used for another purpose. So, we're, we're, we're trying to keep it as good as possible and, you know, it's, reuse, reduce, recycle. It's funny. I often say things on this, uh, you know, when me and you have shows together that make me come across as a very terrible person. I was going to throw in a joke making fun of you for recycling and then I realised that's probably a bit too far. <laughs> <That's> like, <laughs> that probably makes me seem like a very, very bad person. So I'll, uh, I'll withhold, but yeah. Look, I do want to know what you were going to say, but... You're very earthy yeah. people. You're very like peace, hippie, love, I suppose. But what's the weirdest thing you got a pot plane in? Oh, yeah, sorry. I kind of just dodged the question. Yeah, you did. Um, I, I feel like, yeah, it's like a 1.2 kilo Milo tin. Oh, And okay. it's just got a couple of holes cut in the bottom of it. Oh, we have, actually have one in a teacup, I think. We've got a little succulent in a teacup. So, uh, make what you will of that, but I think it's cool. <laughs> well, so you're obviously a man with very, well, with lots of experience in pot plants, I guess, in indoor plants. I'm very much enough. Should we have a friendly wager and see whose plant lives longer? Yeah. Because okay. obviously yours is hard to look after, but I haven't watered mine in three weeks. So it's probably if on you the ki- If you kill that thing, though, that is like, 
it's like I don't know. I don't even know what it's like. I can't even think of a metaphor. But it's like I don't even know. <laughs> but you really shouldn't be able to kill that thing. Okay, like well, it's a it's a it's a cactus for God's sake. Like they live in the desert with no water. If you can manage to kill it, you're doing something wrong. Well, we'll have to we'll have to come up with a friendly wager, but. Surely I can, my plant can outlive yours. It's such a, like, my dad will beat up your dad argument. (laughs) (laughs) I I back us in, I back us in for sure. The Stephen and Carrot Podcast. Speaking before about you being an eco-friendly warrior, Carrot, and uh, me making fun of you for that, which makes me a terrible person, I um, have spoken a lot during our shows about stuff that makes me come across as very egotistical, uh, very selfish, and my mum doesn't like that person I portray in the show, but look, I try to try and be honest. I just try and be me. <laughs> you can deal you're with like it. The Alan Jones, you're like the Alan Jones of podcasting, <laughs> like just throwing out massive statements. <laughs> Hardly at all, but I am going to say something else that maybe you can relate with, maybe you can't, but either way, it's going to make me sound very egotistical. And even if you can relate it, you could relate to it. You could just say you don't and make me sound like an absolute jerk, but... I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to run with it anyway. Obviously, being at home, being in isolation, we're doing lots of video calls, right? Uh, so, me and mm-hmm. you're doing this show via a Zoom call. I've done lots of my uni lectures via Zoom calls, stuff like that. Um, yeah. Way of the future, baby. It, it is the way of the future. Um, and we're just going to have to adapt to it and deal with it, whether we like it or not. Um, but something I've noticed with Zoom calls thus far in my experience is I have to hide my self-view. Otherwise, during the whole call, I just look at myself. I'm constantly <laughs> looking at... Is this something you have to deal with? Or is this literally no. just a Stephen problem? <laughs> it's a Stephen problem. I mean, it's not like I don't look at myself at all, but like, like if the framing's wrong or whatever, I'll fix my computer up. Um, but I, I'm not sitting there for the whole time just going, oh, jeez, I look good. <laughs> I just... I don't know what it is, but I'm just infatuated with my self-reflection. I'm not even like... I don't even think I'm that good looking of a bloke. I don't, like, I'm not super egotistical. I just like, I'm always checking, always checking, seeing my hair's all right, checking like, it's just shallow stuff. And I shouldn't, I shouldn't be doing it, but I have to, I've forced myself to turn off self-view in all my um, Zoom lectures and, and with these calls and stuff because I get too distracted by myself. So are you looking at yourself right now on this Zoom call? No, I've turned it off. I've turned off my self-view okay. because otherwise I would okay. be. 100% I would okay. be. I'd be having a chat to myself and I'd be like, gee, Stephen, you're funny. And like, <laughs> I don't know. I just Surely this can't just be a Stephen problem though. This has got to, someone else has got to have similar feelings, I suppose, right? Similar thought process. I don't know. I I feel like I I'm- I feel like it's- well, in, in, in like big Zoom ones, and even with ones like this, I feel like there is no exception because in a small one like this, you're talking to the person that you're talking to, right? So I'm looking at you, I'm speaking to you. Yeah, yeah. With a Zoom call for a class, I'm typically looking at the person that is talking. So yeah. yeah, if I am talking, I'll have a look at myself, but I'm also looking at other people's reactions to what I'm saying and that kind of stuff, right? Like, do you, do you look at other people much at all or is it just purely on yourself 100% of the time? No, no, I do, I do. I, I gaze the room, you know, obviously. Uh, I try and make eye but contact really. with lots of people <laughs> and stuff, but my attention is always drawn back to myself. I feel like right. I, I feel like I'm preaching to the wrong audience here because you're like the least egotistical person I know. Like in terms of we were even talking about this before the show and how one of us is super grounded and one of us is not. <laughs> there's no price for guessing which is which. <laughs> um, but I don't know. I, I've turned it off now, so you've got my full attention, Karen. 
Hey, this is Monty from the Delta Rigs, and you're on the Stephen and Carrot Show. Stephen, how are you coping with your isolation, being stuck at home for a fair bit? Not good. Not good. I, I, I feel like some people probably fare better than others. I struggle with motivation at the best of times. So being at home with no structure is not suited to me at all. Um, but I, I feel like my the, I've been going to some crazy places in isolation, right? Right, and, and not not physically, <laughs> mentally. <laughs> no, mentally, some weird places, and and we've talked about obviously in the past through other through other mediums through our show on A nine seven FM. We've talked about uh, falling into like YouTube rabbit holes, right? Um, yeah. I feel like this is such a bailout as well. It's like two white boys doing a podcast in a week two. We're going to start talking about conspiracy theories, but that's where I'm going. Yeah. That's where I'm <laughs> yeah. going. We're out of content in week two, baby. So conspiracy theories come out. Um, I have right. been, I have been yeah. watching lo- like, yeah, unfathomable amount. Uh, is that a word? Unfathomable? Unfathomable. Yeah. Well, I've been, I'm watching I think, that I think. amount of, uh, Loch Ness Monster conspiracy videos on YouTube. Right. To the point where right. my recommended is just more and more Loch Ness stuff. And I just cannot, I can't have too much of it. I just keep consuming and consuming. I'm just a sponge for Loch Ness Monster videos at the moment. What is it about the Loch Ness Monster that intrigues you though? I don't know. I, I, I have heard stats before where um, people have said we know more about space than we do about our own oceans. Um, yeah. I just, part of me just, I don't know if I fully believe. Would you believe in Loch Ness Monster to start with? I, I assume you'd be a fat no. Well, I mean, it's kind of... It's hard to rule it out, but in saying that, not really, no. Yeah, see, I'm not sure if it if it exists or not, but I'd like to believe it does, is where but, I'm But what I, what I do believe, like... There is so much uncharted territory in in the ocean. That's mm-hmm. that's the kind of thing that scares me. Not that the Loch Ness monster is like scary or anything, but um, and whatever's down there might not be scary because we we won't be able to you know interact with it anyway because it's yeah. far too deep for us to even get down there. But it's very intriguing. It's very interesting to know what would be down kind of at the bottom of the ocean. And because like what is the the world's like seventy five percent ocean, and the deepest point that we've been to isn't like we we know well we predict that it's probably not the bottom of the ocean yeah yeah well it's um it's funny because i've said obviously in the past that i'm scared of two animals i'm deathly scared of two animals and that's yeah. cassowaries and turkeys right yeah. well i i've lied i've <laughs> lied here on the show i've lied to our listeners and i apologize because this loch ness monster stuff came about because i had a terrible dream about that mega mouth shark at the Perth Museum. Did you ever see this growing up, Karen? Yeah, yeah. Oh, I, I've, I've heard of it. Yeah, I've seen photos and stuff. I don't remember actually being there, though. Look, have a Google now if you don't know what the Mega Mouth Shark is. It used to be at the Perth Museum out the back under, like, a glass floor. I think it's at, like, uh, somewhere in Freer at the moment, Freer Maritime Museum or something like that. Um, right. But I'll, and if we make a video of this, which I don't know if we will, I'll, I'll make sure I chuck it in. Um, but... It's it's like they basically it was this big shark they found in Mandra I think it was and it's like half it's all, it almost looks half shark half whale, but what was so scary about it always growing up is like obviously its size is quite big and that's scary, and the fact that it's something we're not used to seeing is scary you know like the unknown is scary, 
Um, but yep. the fact that they preserved it by like pickling it was terrifying because it was just like <laughs> it's just a big pickled shark. I used to hate looking at it. But anyway, that's how I got onto Loch Ness monster stuff. And I think definitely at the top of my bucket list is to go to Loch Ness and try and find Loch Ness monster one day. I think that's like the one thing I really want to do before I, you know, keep the bucket. Maddie's um, my girlfriend's grandfather used to be a uh, a, a tour guide for Loch Ness. Real. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's that's news I am that's excited a, to hear. A, that is news I'm that's a very massive flex. Yeah, huge flex from you. Just dropping stuff like that. Wow. Um, now that'd be a sick job. I'd love to do something like that for sure. Although I get seasick I'm on what, boats, so. Well, yeah, yeah. Is it? I don't even know. I haven't read too much into the Loch Ness monster, but in terms of my isolation, I've been watching so many golf videos, like ridiculous yeah. <laughs> amounts of golf videos, like Tiger Woods, uh, Ricky Fowler. Like I'm waiting for the there it is. Yeah. <laughs> it's amazing, man. And because I'm so terrible at golf, it just makes you appreciate like how good they are. Yeah, um, yeah, but in saying that, we'll stop talking about golf because I know it's not your favourite sport of all time, is it? Oh, I hate golf. Golf sucks. But look, um, I'd like to hear as well. Hit us up on Facebook or Instagram or, or whatever, and let's know what you guys are uh, watching as well. Because I'm going crazy. I need some new content. I need some new content because otherwise, I'm actually going to go out of my mind. <laughs> the Stephen and Carrot Cup bit. <laughs> Today is uh, Monday, but it's not just a regular Monday. It is Easter Monday. Um, and as we prefaced at the start of the show, Easter hunts kind of died um, when you start to grow up and that kind of stuff. But uh, the Easter eggs don't. The Easter eggs are still available. And I know that you got a bunch of Easter eggs and I also got a bunch of Easter eggs. And there's certain brands and certain uh, types that I tend to steer away from. And this could steer be very controversial from. because... Yeah, so we're yeah, not because talking about your be- favourite, we're talking about your least favourite. Well, no, I feel like we can talk about favourites as well. Back in the day, we always used to get the, the red tulip ones. Nana used to love getting us the red tulip ones and the, the Cadbury ones as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and I feel like, are you a red tulip man or are you a, you're a Cadbury boy? I don't even know what red tulip is. Uh, that's something that doesn't exist in my life. Right, it's a brand of chocolate. You never heard of red tulip before? No, nah, never. No, even is it right. is it mainstream? Is it quite common? I've never. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I think they only it. do Easter chocolate. I think they only do Easter chocolate. I don't think they do anything else. No, nah, we're very like no. straight edge, very with the norm. Follow the pack, Cadbury or Lindt. Cadbury Central. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you right. know, like yeah, the, yeah. the two that everyone gets, I suppose. I don't know. I yeah, I didn't even know. What is it? Red chul. Chulip. Red chulip. <laughs> I'll give it a yeah, Google. Like the flower. Yeah, okay, I'll give it a Google because um, I have no clue. But anyway, continue on. Um, I actually got a Darulay one this year, which looks pretty sick. That's very bougie, I think. That sounds um, very so expensive. I'm, I don't know what that is, uh, either, but that sounds expensive. I, <laughs> um, but what's your, your take on the old Cadbury cream egg? Uh, overrated. Far out. So overrated. They oh, are okay. rubbish, man. <laughs> I'm glad it's, we're on I the same page here. It's got the same consistency, and every time that I try it, um, it reminds me of the. Remember the liquid Panadol that you used to drink? Oh, that, the kids like, Panadol. Yeah, liquid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that not just the inside of a cream egg? It has got a similar consistency that you and color. Now that you've mentioned that, and color, it's yuck, man. I don't know. I actually used to like kids Panadol growing up. I used to enjoy me it. Me too. I used to drink <laughs> that stuff. Days, um, it was amazing. But yeah, no, now that you mentioned that, that is true. Yeah. I don't know. That's. I wasn't, 
I, I wasn't too sure if you were a cream egg kind of guy because I know that people just like lose their minds over them around Easter time. Yeah. And you can get like, I think even McDonald's are doing like a, 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 a McFlurry, like a, a cream egg McFlurry or something for oh, Easter. Really? But I couldn't think of anything worse, man. Like just stick with the old, the OG, like Cadbury or whatever. I feel like our house is not, um, not an outlier. I feel like we're in the norm when Easter's not a big event. In the Jones house, yeah, we? it's just not. Yeah, uh, we're not religious at all. Easter weekends, just it's just not a thing. We just get days off. I feel like most families and most people are probably similar um, at, at at our age, anyway. You know, without young kids, with just kind of uh, parents at home and older kids at home, I feel like it's it's such a non-event. But one tradition we do have, which I'm not sure I've talked to you about, is have I to- ever told you about like the Humpty Dumpty egg we get on? Easter. Have I mentioned that on the show before? I don't know if you have, no. So every year, and this has been going on since we were little, me and Andrew both get a Humpty Dumpty Easter egg, which I don't even know what brand it is, but it's like, basically, it's just like a big hollow egg, uh, yeah. like big hollow chocolate egg, which has got like Humpty Dumpty's features, you know, molded into it or whatever. Um, yeah. And then on the inside are like Smarties or M&Ms or something like that, like little chocolate... Yeah colored pieces so the whole thing is like if Humpty Dumpty falls he cracks and all of that comes out like so it's a right. you know it's like a Humpty Dumpty egg all of his um, guts and stuff comes out yeah right um, but growing up we always used to play a game called obviously we're not very original but we played Humpty Dumpty with the Humpty Dumpty egg um, yeah. and what you do is we'd all just stand in a different corner of the room and we'd throw the egg at each other like just to catch so we try and keep it up mm-hmm. and then whenever it dropped like if someone dropped the egg that was when the game was over, and then we'd all eat the egg together. You're so right. I'd be like, but you know, you'd be faking out, like you'd fake left, throw right, you know, like. Um, <laughs> so yeah, that was like the one tradition we had of Easter growing up, and so I'm always like super fond. Whenever I see Humpty Dumpty eggs in the store, that just brings me good memories. They're definitely my favorite. Wait, so did you do one this year then? We have not yet, but it's only Easter right. Easter Monday. So yeah, I mean, I got the chocolates yesterday. Um, we actually had apple pie for dessert yesterday because oh, our neighbour brought over some. So uh, we we saved the Easter eggs. I think maybe tonight it might get a run, I feel like. Yeah, right. Send Why us a you- video. I want to see. Yeah, okay. You want to know who drops it? You wanna, I'll name and shame. <laughs> who typically, I will name and shame. Yeah, who, t- who typically drops it? I feel like me and Andrew normally typically drop it. Because me and Andrew really? do normally throw it quite hard at each other. <laughs> like, <laughs> right. like you lob it up to mum, you lob it up to dad, and it comes to Andrew and just peg it. <laughs> give him some give him some sidearm whip on Humpty and let him have it. Um, so I feel like it typically is me and Andrew, um, which is yeah, like right. a childish thing. But it's all good fun and everyone eats it together after it. Good family bonding experience. Yeah, it's all in good spirit anyway. and Everyone gets chocolate at the end of the day. How good. That's it. Looks like everyone's kicked a goal. Carrot, we often have discussions here on the show um, uh, which t- outline how opposite of people we are, right? Like, yep. I feel like me and you get along very well, but as fundamental people, we're quite different. I feel like yeah. we'd... Yeah, look. Uh, yeah, we're, There's definitely two types of people in this world, and you're either a Steven or you're a Kerrod. Um, uh, I feel like that's quite a fitting way to sum up the whole population. Um, so you're either, you're either Steven or Kerrod. Right. Now, now, there's something that's come to my attention, which is another example of how different we are. 
and I feel like this will just irk you and bug you, but I name my files on my computer completely random stuff. Nothing to do with what they are. I just re- name them whatever I want at the time and then just kind of figure out what they are later. Can you give me an example? Uh, I can have a look and see what I've got on my also, desktop. Also, just while Stephen, while Stephen is looking on his desktop, it will take him about 15 minutes because his desktop is absolutely disgusting. <laughs> there was rubbish everywhere, all different types of files, applications, uh, MP3 files, Word documents, PowerPoints, Facebook screenshots, uh, the recycling bin, which everyone has. <laughs> Audacity is there. There's a bunch of stuff. Why are you he, looking at my uh, screen uh, now? Yeah, I'm looking at this your screen. This is an invasion We've of privacy. To... <laughs> <laughs> so Karen's like in charge. He's like the admin of this call. So he can just like go in and look at my stuff however he wants. Which is not I, I'm nice. just watching what you're doing. I can, I'm trying to have a look through your file names, actually. I'm just going to move a little bit closer to my computer. So um, like, there's one here called Keridwar. I've got no clue what that is. Spearmint. No clue. I feel like on my um, USB is worse, but I can't plug in my USB because I have my mic and this stream deck. Um, right. So I, but I remember one of my files is called Jesse is a Loser um, because when I was naming it, Jesse, our friend Jesse from uni was giving me some stick. Um, so I named the file Jesse is a loser and it's like one of my assignments or something. It's like literally a word doc that I like exported. It's like a news piece or something. I just exported it as Jesse is a loser and I'll never find that again if I need it. You know, like got no clue. Is your, I use, I imagine you'd be a very organized person. I imagine all your files would be very organized. There, I, I try to keep them as organized as possible because it's just easy, man. Like if I need to know where something is, um, it's it's easy. I've got a couple of files on my screen at the moment, but that's because I haven't sorted them. Um, but I find that if I... Because um, I'm, I'm working off two computers now. So I've got a university computer, which they gave me, and then my computer, oh, which flex. I bought for university. Yeah, that's a bit of a flex. Um, and trying to like remember where I've left something is a very, very confusing thing now because I'm like jumping between the two computers and... Yeah. If I'm like sending something through email, it's just a bit of a pain. So, but mine is nowhere near as bad as yours. And even our mate Jules from uni, he used to produce a show for us. Oh, yeah. um, his was the worst, man. He used to have files everywhere. He had them backed up in the corner, so all all the space on his desktop was full. And then he had like them overflowing in the corner. They were on top of each other in the bottom corner because when you try and save to desktop when there's no more room, it just saves on top of what's there currently. So he was like dragging them away and there was just file after file after file. Um, but I think he's probably cleaned that up now. Is that your cash rate report from semester one last year? Yeah, correct. It is. <laughs> just sitting there. I don't know why it's there. It just is. Uh, but look. It's, it's on its own. It looks very lonely out there. He's just chilling by himself. But that's been about it for this week, Stephen. I'm pretty happy to wrap it up there if you are. Yeah, mate. Sounds good. Sounds good. Hopefully everyone enjoyed the podcast. Uh, hopefully you're yeah, surviving these crazy times and keeping sane, keeping yourself busy. Um, and hopefully you had a bit of a chuckle from the show. If not, hopefully, uh, if not, I guess you wouldn't have got this far. But if you're still here, thanks. Uh, tune in <laughs> next week. We'll be back next Monday.